everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is Season 7, Episode 5, the one with the engagement picture. Aww. Licked my neck. Licked my neck. Licked my neck. Oh, Willie's alive. <laughs> so before we talk about that, um, did you and Matt have engagement pictures? You did, right? Everyone does. We did only because my roommate at the time was a photographer and she was like, we should take some. I was like, oh, okay. But otherwise, we probably wouldn't have. Did you use them for the engagement without a True. Did you (laughs) um, did you put them like, did you use your engagement photos anywhere? Were they they weren't on the invite? Were they? Uh, No, they were not on the invite. We I put them on Facebook and Instagram. Um, right, okay. made a little uh, photo book of them. Oh. And have a couple printed. Like a hard copy. And they have hard copies, yeah. Okay, but so you've got a printed photo book. Yeah, we didn't use them. Oh, you know, we did um, put a couple of, we framed a couple of them on the table for like, where like cards and stuff went. Oh, yeah. At the wedding. Cute. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we did. I was like, I know I have a couple in frames, but why? Um, Do you have them hanging in your house? Uh, one of them is on a bookshelf in the den, I think. But they're not hanging, no. Um, I don't have any I, pictures of us hanging on the walls, actually. This is a bit of a side note, but um, Ben and I watch a lot of Korean dramas, as I think I've talked about on the show mm-hmm. before. And yes. um, in one of them, it's... It's they're they're quite che- like some of them are quite cheesy, some of them are dramatic, whatever. Like it's a mixed bag, um, but one of them is called "Move to Heaven," and it's about like <laughs> they're this father and son that they're they're called trauma cleaners. But it's basically like when somebody dies, they come and then like after you know if it was like a crime or if it was like whatever, or, like they get taken away, like the the, the deceased gets taken away, mm. um, they come in and like clean up the apartment basically and like get rid of everything throw stuff away and then like put all the important personal affects like into a box to give to the next of kin but like get rid of everything else Mm. you wouldn't think i mean like that is a big job right but um of course that is a real job yeah it must be yeah trauma cleaners and it's very like can i tell you what i thought you were gonna say it was yeah. I thought you were, because you were like, when somebody passes away, I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be the person who like cleans up their aura for the afterlife. <laughs> oh, that's I mean, that I is probably also a say. Korean show. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, that's a um, different Korean show. <laughs> that's a dip. That one's called Move My Aura. No. Um, it, so in it, this like, oh, why was I telling you about this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So of course, like, because this is a drama, it's also like, you know, there's like little mysteries that they solve too. And it's kind of like, wait a minute, this was what's going on. And so in one of them, it was like this young medical student or young doctor or something died and they have to come clean the thing up. And so they're like cleaning up the the med, the doctor's um, apartment and like on his bookshelf, it's a framed mm-hmm. photo of him. And like, it's basically like when you graduate and like not, it wasn't like in his cap and gown, but it was like a picture of the doctor in his like 
lab coat in a frame. And yeah. then he made the comment. He's like, who has a framed photo of themselves on their bookshelf? <laughs> I was like, that is a very good point. Like, I understand <sighs> wedding photos or engagement photos or even like we had a cute fall day, you know, in the leaves. But it's normally yeah. not just like, here's my picture of myself Uh my first day of med school like it was very well I feel like you have solo photos of other people like a spouse or a parent Mm -hmm. or a child like my parents have individual photos of me probably graduating college I'm sure yours do too yes 100% probably out but they're not on your bookshelf um, were their kids (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. you didn't ask if I had any pictures of just me on my bookshelf I got those hanging everywhere there's only pictures of me (laughs) Matt is like non-existent I do like Ben has taken a lot of pictures of me because he like enjoys photography we have not printed them out and put them around home and I actually don't even think that's that weird like if you and Matt went on a trip to Italy and he took a nice picture of you in front of like the Colosseum it would not be that weird to like have that out on the wall but if you lived alone and you just had a bunch of pictures of yourself yeah yeah that would be a bit strange yeah. I don't know. If you're out there and you're listening and you live alone and have a bunch of pictures of yourself, let us know the psyche behind it because maybe we're missing something. But also maybe it's good because then your trauma cleaners can solve the mystery of your death. Yeah. <laughs> they can uh, set your aura free for the afterlife too. Um, it, yes, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So in this non-Korean drama TV show, um, it opens with... <laughs> Chandler coming in and they're like how are you and he's like oh Oh, no it doesn't open with that sorry but that I think is um yeah oh was that the opening scene and then brunch is after yeah Yeah. oh okay and he's like Mm -hmm. he's like somebody on the subway licked my neck licked my neck um (laughs) yes and Phoebe says what does she say Willie's still alive Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I wanted to ask you, what is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you on public transit? Um, a guy was, like, standing very close to me, which it was crowded. Wait, wait set the scene. Where were Sorry. you? What city? What transit? London. Bring us along. Sure. London, the 2010. Is it was <laughs> London, 2009. My jacket had recently been stolen from a bar. I was cold. Mm. I don't actually remember if this was before or after that. Um, It was 2008 or 2009. I was riding uh, the tube. I don't remember what line exactly. That's okay. The tube. Well, we can picture that. I didn't ride the tube all that much when I lived in London because I walked everywhere. Um, I mean, I rode it enough, but like... I don't know. So I feel like I probably would have more weird stories if I rode like three trains to work every day, but I walked. True. So I was on the train and this guy was like, I think he was like originally a little bit further away from me and then he moved a little bit closer. But once again, people move like every time people get on and off the train, you know? Yeah, totally. And before I knew it, he was like right up behind me and he stuck his hands in my hair and took like a really big whiff (gasps) of my hair and kind of made the noise you just made, like, but more of a like pleasurable noise. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, and thankfully there was another guy that was like, I think you need to leave her alone. And kind of like got in between me and him and oh, then I just nice. got off thankfully we were very close to it a guy was very glad he intervened 
and I just got off at the next exit and I think I just walked the rest of the way um but it was yeah not great um that's probably like the least weird thing to happen to someone on a subway but it was still it's not great no it's pretty weird um I it's not great I have two stories. Once on a train, this didn't happen to me, but um, I was taking the train. I can't remember if I was by myself or with a friend. I might have been by myself and meeting my friends. I was heading to Lollapalooza, so I was mm-hmm. on the train in the during the day in Chicago, and there was a bunch of people on the train that were heading to Lollapalooza. You could tell we all had our wristbands and our festival look, and um, there was this girl festy besties. Like, <laughs> Um, there was this girl diagonal from me who was also by herself. And there was this guy who was like probably about like 10 rows away from us. And he's just kind of like shouting a little bit and like would kind of like look back every once in a while, but was just kind of like, you could tell he was agitated, but we couldn't really hear what he was saying. He was kind of like, he, and and the thing is if his mouth Mm -hmm. was closed, he looked perfectly normal like he just he looked like someone's dad like he didn't look disheveled he wasn't acting crazy he didn't there was nothing Hmm. to draw your eye to this guy so he was just kind of like mumbling and and then it started to get a little bit louder and then kind of louder and he's it almost sounded a little bit of like paranoid like FBI and they're after and I know da 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 and I know what's going on and they think that they're so slick but I can tell and it was just kind of like I mean that happens a lot you know so you see a lot of ranting more there's a, and there's just a lot of people shouting things on the train. Sometimes it's I need money. Sometimes it's, you know, do you, do you have a moment to talk about the Lord? Sometimes it's like, you know, the FBI is after me. So you usually just kind of try to like keep your head down. <laughs> Sometimes it's the FBI is after me. You just the keep funny your thing head about down. those so- claims is it's like it's possible that they're just talking crazy. It's also possible yeah. they're not. I know. It's, it's like you're normally actually I correct. wouldn't believe someone, but you, sir, you make me think you might be telling the you, truth. It it could happen. <laughs> and so anyway, so he was like kind of ranting and then he started to get louder and louder. And he was at one point he was like shouting and then he kind of like stood up and he was sort of standing by the door and somebody must have called it in to the train conductor because there was like an announcement came over to say like, you know, this is a reminder for every, like passengers don't be unruly, blah, blah. And then he came over, walked over. So, so the train conductor, basically we were like sat at a stop and then the train conductor, we could see him like walking towards us on the platform or on the train or whatever. Oh geez. And he, this guy started coming closer and closer. He got right in the girl's face sitting across from me and was shouting like, I know they put you up to oh this. You're not so slick. And she was just sitting there like shell shocked. She was probably like 22. And the tra- the conductor was Aww. like, come on, that's it. That's enough. Like, leave her alone. You're out of here. And kicked him off. And so mm-hmm. it only happened for a minute. Oh, and good. I feel so bad because like looking back now, if that happened again, I would have been like, are you okay? Can I sit by you? Like whatever. But at the time, I think we were all just like... Uh, didn't know what to do and so then this like so like the conductor you know he's like are you okay and she's like I'm fine but she was obviously like rattled conductor left train starts moving again a few minutes of silence and then this Australian guy sitting in the seat next to us goes dude what did you do <laughs> and then, like everybody started like laughing but I did feel really bad for her but do you remember we were on the train once in Chicago I think it was on Halloween and these guys like just kept talking to us for like ever and finally, no. he asked 
for my business card and I stupidly gave it to him and then he kept calling me and texting me all night. What? I After I gave it to him, I was like, I'm such a moron. My phone number's on there. Dang it. I do not remember that oh. at all. He was like trying to make himself look very like important businessman and I was just kind of like, Ugh. okay, great, nice, like cool. No, yes, no. What were we dressed know. as that year? I don't remember. I think it was Halloween, but I might be misremembering that part. Okay, I don't know. Okay. It's probably when we were dressed as Teen Girl Squad and you couldn't even see my face. <laughs> um, that no, I don't remember that at all. But oh dear, I know, so dumb of me giving my at least card. Can, yeah, but this is those things, right? Where you're like, I'm just gonna not make a problem. I'm just gonna be polite. Like I'm just yeah. gonna go along and try to not make it a like. Yeah, you know, I you think don't he make a made scene. it. He asked what I remember now. He asked what I did. And when I told him I was in PR, then he like came up with a reason why he would need to get in touch. And I'm thinking like he's never going to email me to do PR, you know. For, yeah. Forgot my cell phone number was on the stupid card. And well, then I had to oh, block he him. He was probably so. like, worked like a, worked <laughs> like a charm. 90% yeah. of the time it works every time. Works every time. Um, okay. Yeah. So... There are a few things going on in this episode. And I first, I think what we'll talk about first is the engagement photo part, okay? Mm-hmm. So just like Matt and Renee, Chandler and Monica got, you know, just like every single engaged couple in the world. Although I thought it was a bit interesting that she was like, Monica was like, my mom is going to run our engagement story. I guess, is that like a local paper thing yeah that's like a small town thing i think it happens in bigger towns for fancy people for important people (laughs) yeah i mean like i don't think attention attention but you know the small town they lived in on long island probably had like a local town paper yeah it probably did it was like Um, the local and like my friend my other friend ashley with two e's who i used to live with she's from a teeny tiny town in minnesota and that town is so small that when you get married, you just put your wedding and your wedding invite in the paper. Because that is so cute. It's instead cute. of sending invites. You know why though? Because uh, people will if, get offended if they're not. Well, and they'll invited. show up anyway. So you just put it oh. in there, and basically it's like so you don't miss anybody, you don't offend anybody, and then you don't have like crashers. How um, funny. Because everyone... it's how it and used then... to be, like, a, you know, a long time ago. And then people started yeah. doing regular invites. And she's like, people don't even bother anymore. They just – she's like, I'm still going to send it to people who are, like, very close to us because I want them to know we want them there. Yeah. But, yeah. You just put And Brenda I bet the there's paper. probably, like – there's probably, like, ways to get – like, everybody's invited to the ceremony and reception, but we can have, like, the fancy reception with the people we really want there, like, later or the next day or whatever. No, I think it's just, like, a giant – giant giant thing it's not fancy it's just everybody's there it's like a town of 2,000 people and there's like 500 at the wedding it sounds very stars hollow yes very much so speaking of Gilmore Girls that's an easter egg that we'll get to later (laughs) okay oh now um so yes so Monica's mom puts is gonna run an ad um or like run the announcement in the paper um and so they're trying to find a good photo but there are no good photos of Miss Chanan Lerbong <laughs> I'm not coming I'm coming <laughs> um and so Phoebe's like well why don't you guys hire a professional photographer good idea Phoebes 
hire somebody who's trained in their craft. And so then Monica's like, Ooh, so they go to like Olin Mills. Wind- yeah. <laughs> Bryn Allen, the JC Penny. Um, oh my gosh. Yes, that's true. They don't hire a photographer. They like go to a photo studio, which is a bit weird. Well, sign of the times. Like there weren't true. a bunch of just like freelance, freelance photog- photographers. You know. yeah. And actually for our high school graduation pictures, yeah. we went to Olin Mills. Yeah. Well, we went to whatever it- our local version of Olin Mills was, but yes. I what was it called? Okay, there was a few different ones. So there was the there was the studio in that like wherever the um, dinner theater was. There was like a studio yeah, in that that's strip mall, and that was the nice one because I think that's the one that like they they also had some like pretty outdoors like palm tree scenes, and you could go take like an outdoor picture. Yes. Are you next referencing to the palm tree? my giant photo? Me holding well, onto a palm you tree. and like half of our. And everybody class. else who went to high school with, yeah. I went to like actual Olin Mills, I think, or I think oh. it was Bryn Allen, and it was like, it was like some weird photo studio, like on the other side of town, and like they put a feather boa on you, or maybe that was the. Oh, Ashley, that was where we had to go to get like our cap and gown, the photo. senior picture. It was yeah, like that's that right. black velvet off the shoulder. Yes. Like me and, and my mom you are wearing the a... same thing in our senior photo because they've been doing yes. the same thing for 40 yes. years. And they'd either, then like for your extra one, you could either put on a feather boa or like a colorful top. Or I remember one where they had me put my hand up on my shoulder with my class ring yes. showing. Yes. I'm doing it right now. You can't see me, but me I'm too. doing it right now. <laughs> me too. Your arm is crossed almost like the Pledge of Allegiance, but up a little higher. <laughs> Yes, exactly. I don't know what we're pledging to, but a bit. Yes, cheating. Um, You're cheating your angle. Cheating the angle. So maybe I didn't do the additional because I don't remember going and getting more photos taken. To you did because you have pictures in like a white polo, don't you? I don't think so. I think I have pictures in a white feather boa from that same. (laughs) Maybe what you did was you went and took the velvet off the shoulder cape mandatory senior class photos and I did the like while we're here let's do the rest of the photo package and that's why I had like outfit changes I don't know and you went and got yours from like the other studio because because everybody that did them at your studio was wearing like I felt like it was like a white polo with jeans and then you do the one like sitting up against the column outside Mm -hmm. somebody one of our friends had a cowboy hat No, remember there was this random thing where a bunch of people that we went to high school with, remind you, we didn't grow up in like New York or anything, but where we lived was the, was a city. Like we didn't live in the country. Um, the country was not far away, but it's not it where it was any very of us close. Lived. That's true. Um, well, but a bunch of it girls was country we went to adjacent. Co- it was country adjacent, just because it's Florida, I guess. But like. We nobody we went to school with really was country, but everybody got into country like junior and senior year. Yeah, everybody that's right. not was, including myself, but a lot of people Rascal did. Flats came out, and so it was a right. thing. Um, but there was this one photographer like out in the country area who was doing senior portraits, and it was like all these girls like sitting in the back of pickup trucks with like cowboy hats and horses and all this stuff. That's what I my don't sister. remember that. There is a lot. So like I can think of several. I'm not going to dog them out on the podcast, but several people off the top of my head, <laughs> my sister being one of them. Maybe that's why I remember it so well. 
But I just think it was hilarious. Like my sister getting like country photos. I'm like, what did you ever do in the country except drink beer illegally out of someone's car? Like it's not country. That's just called like being sneaky. But there was a bunch of girls. The guy's name was like Jay Brooks or something like that. I can't remember. But it was like. The be- it was like the first time I'd ever heard of somebody hiring like a photographer that wasn't like Olin Mills, you know? A photo studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, funny story so about funny. Olin Mills really fast. I made an We're Olin here for Mills it. We've got joke time. to my coworkers. And one of my coworkers who lives here now, but he's in Nashville now, but he's originally, he grew up in California and mm-hmm. only moved here like in the last year. And when I said that, he was like, how do you know what Olin Mills is? I was like, what? And he was like, how – like, how did you know to make an Olin Mills joke? Like, that's in Temecula. I was like, oh, Wes. Like, you're like, oh, honey. Olin no. Mills. He's like, I didn't realize it was ever. I can't remember exactly how it done. Wes listens how sometimes. Funny. Hey, Wes. Um, but yeah, he didn't realize it was like a massive chain of our childhood. So I sent him a picture, like one of my like toddler photos yes. from yes, Olin Mills. with the Olin Mills. Yes. <laughs> I really do think that they were the yeah, ones that were like set up seal. in like the Sears photo studio. But they must yeah. have nailed that local franchise and really given him the Temecula feel, that Central Cal feel. <laughs> oh, Ashley, you had some like cheerleading ones. You had themed photos, didn't you? But that was from cheerleading, like the whole oh. squad. Yeah, they had like got, individual like, photos. Size. Yes, and okay. <laughs> we did those every year. But the one that I'm thinking of was when like. So we were each like we did squad photos and then we would do individual ones. And I remember like in the back of mine. So I'm like sitting on the ground with my legs like off to the side and the skirt like laid out and whatever mm-hmm. with my pom poms. And in it, the the football team is stretching in the background and there's a guy <laughs> in football gear bending over. And so there's like his oh, butt funny. is to the camera. Do you remember that? No, I'm thinking of the one of you with like one leg out, one knee up and oh, like I know. Hand, yep. turn to camera hands on hips. There's also um, a couple of like my friends from the cheerleading squad. I think it was our sophomore year. We went to somebody's house who had like a really nice pool with like a feature, a rock feature. And we did cheerleading photos there. But it was just that was just like, oh, my gosh. I don't know. This is so funny. Lots of photo shoots with a disposable camera. So do you know what? You're right. Those were like professional Instagram influencers. Well, I was going to say, I shouldn't be like knocking Chandler and Monica because we had our fair share of like photo studio photos. The only last thing I wanted to say was the day that we had to do our senior class photos and I had to like go out to that velvet cape place. Um, <laughs> it, it was it was Florida. And so there was a massive storm that had oh. knocked out the power. Um, and so I remember them calling me and being like, hey, you can still come. We're still going to do it. But just like heads up, um, like the generator only gives us like two hours of electricity so if the lights don't come back on like we might not be able to like get because obviously like in a photo studio they have to like have the big lights and all this stuff yeah and so they were like paint you instead yeah so they were like just come out and try but like just heads up um and i was like okay and i think the lights came back on before i got there but curly haired me had to like go through the rain to get there and so I just remember like I'm pretty sure I was like as frizzy as could be and it was not look I'm not as bad as Chandler in this but like I do not think I'm photogenic and I know I'm gonna say this and because you're my hype man number one you're probably gonna disagree but I maybe you're not I am not photogenic (laughs) Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You agree with me? It's okay. You you're allowed are to agree. Extremely photogenic. Oh, okay, Ashley. No. I'm, gonna, you I'm about are. to send you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nope. I'm about to I've send you. Some... <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have brought that. Honestly, Renee, I was like, I'm going to bring this up. And then I was like, I'm not because I'm just going to sound like I'm trying to fish for Renee to say super nice stuff about me again. But then I was like. Here's the thing. No, I don't think you're are... fishing. But you are very photogenic. You actually take really good candid shots, which I think oh, is wait, no. the sign of being no. truly photogenic. I could not you disagree do. with you more. Uh, no, there's that is there's zero. Per- well, no, I'm gonna get Ben on here. Anybody thinks ben, that security. about themselves? No, Just because I, Ben is taking like bad angled photos doesn't mean you aren't photogenic. This is no. This is a, a Ben problem. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell him that you have insulted um, his did amateur I ever photography. Tell you, yeah, you you tell him. Did I ever tell you once we went on vacation and we're doing that thing where like. I'll take a photo of you and you take a photo of me and we barely have any together. <laughs> but it was like this gorgeous, go- we went on a hike. It was in, in Banff in Canada. We went on this gorgeous hike and like the lakes there, the water color is just insane. Like all the blues and greens, like it's so beautiful and the colors are just so vibrant. So there was this like bench and this beautiful like scenic view, but there was like trees all around it. So it gave this very like picture window look, you know? Ooh. And so there's this little bench, and I'm like, okay, so I take a picture of Matt, and I was like, okay, can you take one of me? So I sit down, and I see him get, like, underneath the ground <laughs> to take a photo. And he, as he's taking it, I'm like, this is going to be so bad. So he takes it, and I was like, okay. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to be critical, but I would just like a semi-decent photo. And so I was like, I'm going to take a picture of you from where I think you should take it, and then you're going to look at this picture of me. And I showed him and he was like, oh, I, I see the difference. Because I was like, you make like sitting on a bench, my widest part has gotten wider. So you being underneath it, giving it all the glory it deserves <laughs> isn't great. Um, honestly, like the two photos, like you would have thought I, I lost 30 pounds by Renee, taking y- this pill. You've. So you've, uh, this one weird trick, yeah. um, you have either, you either posted it on Instagram as a side-by-side just to show that like angles matter, or you sent it to me with the, I think I, I remember looking at it and being like, wow, like it is still you. It is just like, this is what underneath looks like versus, yeah. <laughs> and it's not even like he had to like get in a tree and like nope. from the down angle, it was just like normal. Ver- it was so eye-opening to yeah. me. And I told him, I was like, listen, I don't care if I actually look like the first photo. I don't care. I'm not looking for reality. I'm looking for something that looks decent. <laughs> I, yeah. don't care. I don't care if this is like slightly deranged perception. Go with the second photo because the first one is terrible. <laughs> okay. Um, look, we're going to move on from this part of it because I truly don't want to have this conversation. But I I will post a Especially bunch of pictures with, with you. <laughs> If I can find those side-by-sides, we can post those too, because it's bad. And I want to post a reel of me not looking good and candids, because I am convinced, I think that you've seen the good pictures that I've posted, and you've not seen all of the candids. It's okay. It's not, I just, I think that even like gorgeous people are not necessarily photogenic. And I think like models aren't necessarily the prettiest people. They're just really photogenic. And uh, those are two different things. Yeah. 
So anyway. Well, also, Ashley, you used to have a friend that followed you, not you specifically, just like your friend group around and always took pictures of you guys. There were lots of great photos yes. in there. Everyone else looked doopy and you look great. That's... Oh, also, me. I have millions... Do you appreciate that you see me through like a like a best friend lens? You're very... It's. I, I think you're a little delusional and I appreciate it, but lens. it's... Well, everyone else didn't look dopey. Gosh. That's what you think. Um, also, I have a giant box of photos behind me. Don't make me bust the photos out. I have every picture of you it's available. True. Bust them out. I'll show. We're gonna. We'll. We'll start. We're gonna get on to this one. Um, just another funny side note. So, Ben has a. He's got a bit of an unhealthy obsession with um, cameras. Like he buys a lot. He's probably listening at the door. Um, but he's got a bunch of like film, old film cameras and all this stuff. And I'm like, you do you. Like take. You know. He's like, it, we went on a trip to Japan and we. Um, he was like, you know, I realized when I was there that like, I wished I had an actual proper camera because all we had were our cell phones. And though they Mm -hmm. take great photos, like Japan really lends itself to like, you know, a slow practiced craft. Um, that's kind of how they do it there in that country. And he was like, I just wish I had like a nice camera, nothing massive or crazy, but just like a nice camera to take nice photos with rather than like just being on my phone all the time. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. Um, and so, so he's got a few cameras, um, but he made this joke and I don't know how it came up, but, um, he was calling himself Ansel Adams, but then... I think he might have been like kind of hiding in the bushes trying to take a photo of like the neighbor's cat or something. And he was like, oh man, this is like really creepy me like being in the bushes. So then he started calling himself incel Adams. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So that is our joking nickname for Ben's photographer persona. I don't know if anyone else is going to find that Can he snag that Instagram handle? That That is such, it probably is already taken, but wouldn't that be funny if that was his photography Instagram? That would be really funny. I'll, I'll float the idea with him. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So, okay. So Phoebe, no gosh, who's talking about? Monica and Chandler are going to go to a professional photographer, a photography studio to try to get some good photos. Um, Monica looks fantastic. Chandler looks crazy. I just love how Matthew Perry plays this because Matthew Perry is somebody who is very photogenic I think at least he has a very nice smile yes well I was gonna say I guess like the only photos we see of these people um, except for the like tabloid rude photos are like you know he has nailed the smize so he has like a very good closed mouthed like kind of seductive look like he's nailed that and so I love that he can put on this like (laughs) yeah he does a great job you guys all know what i'm you can visualize what i'm saying when i do that oh and so then i love when they're trying and they're trying and monica's like it's okay sweetie let's just chandler what is wrong with your face (laughs) i know she flips really fast that's so funny and so um this one she's trying to help sex face Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my, those are my bedroom eyes. Um, and so Joey tries to give him some tips and then ends up just giving him an antihistamine. So Ugh. Chandler shows up a little He's bit. sweepy. Loosey-goosey. Um, and in the end, it all works out because Monica just 
ends up, she goes, oh, look, they ran the ad and they show it and it's her and Joey. <laughs> so smart. Like, yeah, those I who mean, can't do teach, you know? Yeah. Like, no one's ever going to know. Like, you know, again, I thought you were Joey. Like, the, yeah, her parents' friends aren't going to know who's who, so it's fine. That's true. Okay. So we are now going to move on to Rachel and her assistant. <gasps> Mm-hmm. So if you'll remember from um, a couple episodes, no, 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 last episode, excuse me. Um, I was thinking we're in episode seven. We're in season seven, episode five. So you'll remember from last episode, Rachel hires the cute assistant, Tag Jones. Um, and she's, I think she's like at the coffee shop. Oh, yeah. And they're like, you don't have to go back to work for another 30 minutes. And she's like, yeah, but Tag sometimes does sit-ups at his desk. And I just want to go watch. Yeah, She's starting to get a little creepy. It's creepy. And why is he doing sit-ups like in his work clothes? You know, Ashley, I have long time wondered about people who like bike to work. Mm-hmm. And do lunchtime workouts. And now you're one of those people? No, I'm definitely not one of those people. I'm just trying to figure out how it works to like bike to your office and then work all day and not be sweaty. Well, you do. You usually, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the people that I know that have biked, that bike to work, um, have a change of clothes and they shower. So they like go shower take a quick where? shower in the sh- in the showers at the office. What? Uh, you've always worked at small places. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to clue you. I in. mean, there's a shower in one of the suites in our office, but I don't know that I'd put my body in there. Yeah. So I actually, um, I did this at my last office building. So if you work in like a big downtown corporate building, the building usually has... Um, locker rooms that are available to all the tenants. Weird. The lunchtime workouts are trickier because it's like you're still going to be sweaty. I actually, I did used to do lunchtime workouts and I would take a shower, but I still felt like I was kind of stinky. And well, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it takes me a minute to stop being gross. Yeah. You know? So so I went and showered. I wouldn't like wash my hair, but I would like right. just rinse off. Um but it's a lot of effort because you have to remember all of your toiletries. You have to remember a towel unless they have them. You have to like remember your shower shoes and your change of clothes and your like full gym gear. Like it's a lot to, it's a lot. And so I don't, I don't enjoy, I just find that like, it's not worth, you need to have enough time. So it's like you either do a 30 minute workout or yes. it takes like the full 45 minute or, you know, like 55 minute lunch hour. And then you end up being like an hour and a half lunch break to like go shower. And I just right. don't like it. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't work for me. Okay. Anyway. Okay. It works for Tag. So, um, works for Tag. So, Ra- <laughs> so Rachel's there. Tag goes to make some copies. They're like being flirty. He goes to make copies. And Melissa shows up. Melissa. <laughs> and um, she's like, oh, I was just looking for a tag. And I love that Rachel's like, I was just going to go, you know, buy some like granola to put in my backpack. My backpack. <laughs> you know, just some health um, food stuff. She just doesn't know what anything but her own. Yeah. And so Melissa's like, oh, well, you know, Tag and I have kind of been flirting. And I just thought I might ask him out for tonight. And Rachel 
is clearly very jealous and is like, yeah, no, he's busy. You need to go. Like, I'm going to get you fired if you don't like, like, I'm going to tell your supervisor if you don't leave. Like, yeah, it's starting to get, she's going to the bad place. Yeah, she is. And so they don't actually, they cut this whole scene out. I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. Uh, I might in a second. Oh, you will when I tell you. So um, cut to like later, a woman walks in and is like, oh, hey, Rachel. And like walks up and she's like, this is not a dating service. Tag is not here. Will you just go away? Oh, yeah. And the woman is like, I'm Susan from upstairs. I'm like, um, I'm, I'm gathering donations for Beth who like is undergoing chemotherapy or something like that. And she's like, oh, sorry. Yeah, here you go. You can like, how much money? And I, and I hope Sarah gets better. And she's like, I'm Sarah. And she's like, I'm the other name you said. Yeah, Yeah. whatever. I mean, the other one. Oh, gosh. So she's like clearly bothered by, I mean, it would be annoying if a bunch of women were showing up, like trying to hit on your assistant, but like it happened once and then she freaked out at the next lady that showed up. So she's clearly like not handling it very well yes exactly like when you start to jump on people like that it just makes you look bad (laughs) yeah and so joey shows up to ask for a new shirt because he has an audition and he spilled sauce (laughs) on his which is so funny and so she gives him a shirt and then is like hey joey um can you take tag out and he's like well like a date because yeah it'll cost you and she's like no no just like he doesn't know anybody in town I like just take him to a bar, take him to a a Knicks game. Like, you know, I just want him to have people to hang out with. And I think then he says, she, she's, oh no, no, that's, that's all that happens. And she's like, I'll pay for it. And he's like, okay, cool. And then immediately proceeds to spill more food on his clothes. Um, And so they cut this out too, but then he's like, he spills like a jelly donut on his shirt. And then he's like, do you maybe have like a red shirt? Anyway. um, Anything that's not Ralph Lauren. Anything. Yeah. Um, so then, um, so then she like sees tag the next day and she's like, Oh, how did, how did it go with, um, with you and Joey? And he's like, yeah, we had so much fun. Went to a Knicks game, went to a bar. We were hitting on all these women and he like taught me how to flirt. I got like 20 chicks numbers and she's like, (laughs) great. So I just, she is trying so hard to control all of this stuff Mm, and I'm just like I mean obviously we get to a point where she realizes she can't but like she oh man it's I mean she's trying to put a bunch of band-aids on bullet holes she's just running around like plugging up up obstacles yeah Yeah. yeah. like oh he has plans tonight okay so I have to make him have plans tonight you know like yeah it's not a long-term solution and like like we said before like this isn't a good idea and you can't clearly if you were just like oh I mean I wish I could date him he's so cute but like you putting up all these obstacles for everybody else because you don't want to see him dating someone else it just means it's a problem and he shouldn't be your assistant I wish we had M here because she was the one last week who voted that she would because she's like, oh, you know, it's your first assistant. You can make your mistakes and it's like life is short. Have fun. Because you and I feel the same way where I'm like, see, not a good idea. See, so somebody who would do it, like, I want to know. I would love to hear her take. So if you're listening, M, let us know. Yeah, let us Um, know. 
I would love to hear like, cause that's what I think too, is like, this is clearly a problem. Like, I don't know if it was me, I do not have the gumption that Rachel mm-hmm. Green has or the gall or the confidence, the adept. No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't, I just don't operate this way. Um, and so I guess if Melissa, like the first time somebody came up looking for him, I would probably have just been like, yeah, okay, good luck. And I would just be like, well, I guess that's going to happen. And I would just like hope that it doesn't work out. <laughs> like probably just feel like I had to let it play out. Like I wouldn't think that there's things I could do to change the outcome, you know? Yeah, I feel like I probably would try to block it in some way if it was me, but I don't, I maybe, maybe I'm just like, Rachel, your approach is wrong. Only making them unavailable yeah. for one night there's 364 she, nights right. this year. She could have been like, oh, he, didn't you hear? Like, he's got a girlfriend or he's dating somebody else. Or I guess she yeah. could have made a more long term. He's gay. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> He's gay. <laughs> yeah. So she's talking to Joey and she's so upset about it. And I love that he's like, I finally have a, a buddy to go pick up chicks with. And Chandler's I know. like, hello. <laughs> And, He's like, um, you can't teach this to other people. I tried with Chandler. It I did not take. <laughs> <laughs> and and when and I don't remember about the the like having a crush or whatever, but um, oh yeah, because she's like she's like I just want you to stop doing this with him because they're like Rachel, you can't date him. And she's like, I know it's just like I just need to get over my crush. I had a crush on you when I first met you. And Chandler's like, did you have a crush on me? And she's like, sure, mm, sure. No. <laughs> and he's like. Can you guys so not funny. see me? Um, yeah. So she basically is like, Joey, you need to go tell him to not be like shamelessly picking up all these women, which it's like, okay, I don't know that I would have agreed to it because it's just like, you asked me to take him out and now you're asking me to like, like you are trying yeah. to control this guy. It's That's the thing is like, she keeps trying to like block like, the okay, next no, that didn't pass. work. Wait. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... Clear. This is not sustainable. Like, she has a full time job already. Cock blocking, yeah. <laughs> um, tag is like more than I so think she's at like time for. You're not getting paid for that. Yeah, get back to work. So, um, so Joey's like, okay, I'll do it for ten for ten t-shirts. And so he takes tag and is like, look, there's such ten things t-shirts. Too many women. One. I mean, you said ten. <laughs> Um, and so they meet up in the coffee house and, you know, she's, she's like, oh, did you and Joey go out bird dog and the chicas again? And, oh my and gosh. Tag's like, you know, I know it's so sad. It's like, ma'am. <sighs> oh, I missed a part when, when he's like, Joey was introducing us to all these women and she's like, like old women. And he's like, yeah, kind of old, like 30. Like 30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tag, that hurts. Ouch. Thanks, Tag. Ouch. Um, but that's okay. I'm not trying to get hit on in bars, so it's fine not right now. <laughs> kind of so, old, like um, thirty, <laughs> like thirty. Damn, so, that hurts. So he's like, you know what? I chatted to Joey, and I realized I really like having a girlfriend and being in a relationship and spoiling one woman. And so someone I can spoil, spoil. And and he's like, why am I telling you this? And she's like, no, no, I care, I care. And so she's she needs to open her eyes, like. Rachel, this is not just a little crush that you're going to get over. You are trying to make something happen because the second yes. she thinks that he's going to ask her out, he's like, "Oh, can I 
he's like, can I ask you something? If, if, do you feel like there's two people who are meant for each other? And if that person is already in your life, you should do something about it. Right. And she's like, definitely. And so he's like, okay, (laughs) that's it. I'm getting back together with my ex. And she's like, I'd love to. So like, I know she was, it's so bad. So anyway, she's like, he's like, what? And she doesn't even save it well. She just pretended her phone was ringing. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of where that lands. Yeah. I hope that that's like the discouragement she needs to move forward i honestly can't remember if it works or not i know it doesn't work long term but like at least to get her to calm down like at least for her to calm down a little bit you know what i mean um yeah but just this like constant maneuvering it's just like i don't know i just also hope she sees that it's bad it's like when she was dating Joshua and like she was mm-hmm. just trying so hard at first. I mean, it did work because he did start dating her, but it was like, we have to throw a Bon Voyage Emily party. I have to get into yes. this thing. We have to play yes. spin the bottle. I have to go put on my cheerleading outfit. Oh my gosh. And it was like, hun, what are you doing? <laughs> like it is not working. No. So anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. So the final thing that I want to talk about for this episode Um Ross and Chandler, there's just, there's a funny part at the beginning. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So no, it's not Ross and Chandler. Sorry. They come in at the beginning and I got confused for a second and I'm back. Um, And they're like, man, those three point shots and those layups, those were so cool. We almost got to play. (laughs) They're such dorks. And so Phoebe is off to the side talking to cute coffee house guy. Mm-hmm. We call him Humzoli Peas. I was going to say, also known as. And so she comes over and she's like, guys, Humzoli Peas asked me out. And um, and Rachel's like, isn't that guy married? And she's like, well, he, technically he is, but he's getting divorced. And then I love when Phoebe's like, Ross, maybe you know him. <laughs> maybe you know him. <laughs> and he's like, it's oh, not it's a club. Oh, it's so funny. I should start a club. Um, I should start a like, club. That is so sad. But if you guys have a basketball court, can I play? Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, divorced men are not bad men. That's what they put on the napkins in the club. At the club. <laughs> so, so good. So um, Phoebe tells us that she's going out with Kyle. Um, and um, they kind of like come in from a date so it's like a new scene Kyle and Phoebe are in the coffee house and like you know they're out on a date or whatever and you know they're like this is really fun this is going really well and um he's like hey this might be kind of weird but I have these two tickets to go like to the ballroom dancing finals and she's clearly not interested and he's like oh no look I know it's like really lame but my boss gave me these tickets and then he's like oh my gosh my ex-wife is right outside I like she's going to freak out like we have you know we're not on good terms like I need to get out of here before without her seeing me. He calls her crazy which is always nice to hear. That's a red flag. Mm, Say so, yeah. 
Yeah. It, we didn't know that back. Well, yeah, society <laughs> didn't know that back in the early 2000s, back in 99. Um, but yes, it is. It, it it happens throughout the episode and it really frustrates me. But um, anyway, but so Phoebe thinks on her feet really quickly and is like, okay, stay here. And she's like, Ross, um, Kyle's ex, Whitney, is right outside. Um, they're going to like, we don't want to like get into it and cause a huge drama. Can you go distract her and we'll slip out? And I know Ross is like, what? No. Like at first he's just like, how dare you ask? But like, I don't know. It's not that weird. Well, I have two thoughts here. One, Ross is the king of, oh, yeah, Ross can't do it. He's got, he doesn't have a child or a job or anything. Like, he always likes to make a big stink and then do it anyway. About helping people and then help them. Yeah. Yes. But it's like he always has to, like, put up a big hoopla about it. And also, I feel like, why would you want your friend to have to take out a crazy person? Like, Wait, you, why would Phoebe be like, oh, I literally met this guy five seconds ago. Ross, throw yourself on the sword so I can go to the ballroom dance well, he didn't, with him. He didn't say like, he didn't, she didn't say like, go ask her out. She was just like, can you go like, basically just like flirt with that girl for two minutes to like, I guess that's distract true. her. He just decides to ask her out. Yes, that's right. Because yeah, yeah okay, he fair was. Enough. She was just saying like, "Can you go?" Basically, just like it's almost kind of like saying like, "Go wingman, you know, for me," or like, "Go distract somebody so I can yeah, do something else." True. I mean, it, she's asking for the favor, but it's not anything. Like she, I guess Joey wasn't there. Otherwise, she would have asked Joey. He was the single friend. And yeah, so true. anyway, and so so Ross, you're right. He totally does make the big song and dance of like being asked to help always. Um. And it, actually, you're right. Always. There was there was when they broke down on the way to the ski trip, and he was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. Ross, drop everything and come help." And Carol's like, "He'll be there in thirty minutes." <laughs> we both know you're gonna do it. Yeah, there uh, was... that one is probably the only time I will give him a little bit of a free pass because it was such a crappy. He got like intentionally left out. You know, I also kind of feel like when. Rachel wants to go on a date with Joshua, and so she asks Ross to go take Emily to the ten tenor, two of the three tenors, or whatever. That's <laughs> kind of, of the a... three tenors. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say that. <laughs> yeah. um, that's a bit of like I think he you like falls it. On it the has sword. two out of the three tenors. <laughs> Um, I just subscribed to The Guardian because I thought I should start paying for like journalism that I enjoy. And so I get the crossword, but it's Ugh. British. And so it's really hard. And one of the clues was one of the three tenors. And I was like, the only person that oh knows my gosh. Mr. Waltham. <laughs> Mr. Waltham. That is funny. Yeah, I didn't know the if answer. If it was like, so how many tenors are there? We might it's, be able to. That one I'd have. Is Botticelli one of the tenors? Truly no idea. Yeah, neither. Zero idea. And in fact, I actually thought there were ten tenors. Truly no idea. (laughs) Don't ask me. (laughs) Anyway, um, but you're right. There is the pattern. Although I do think that Rachel's request for him to go take out Emily was pushing it a bit. But but yes, he does. Yes, agreed. Um, Okay, so... So she's Phoebe, but Phoebe knows her audience. And she's like, I'll give you these ballroom dance tickets. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, only because only because I'm such a good friend. And then he like yoinks the tickets. <laughs> I love Snatches. 
Oh, man. And Those so two are so funny because they're like so different, but so the same. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 100%. 100. And it plays out in this. It's kind of like like it plays out in this whole it, episode. Yes. So like when she comes over and catches him ballroom dancing in his living room and he's like, give me back my yeah. key. She's like, I don't have it. She's like, oh, fine here. Um, I don't have it. <laughs> she's like, I just wanted to say thank you for like distracting Whitney for us, you know, because she is kind of like, I appreciate that was a bit of a weird request, but thanks for doing that. Um, and then he's like, OK, see you. Bye. And it's because Whitney's coming over. And mm-hmm. it apparently the ballroom dance finals are a daytime activity, a mid-morning activity, because they're going to go out for breakfast <laughs> ahead of time. So mm-hmm. Phoebe is like, what the hell? Why is Kyle's crazy ex here? Why are you going on a date with her? And he's like, well, you asked me to distract her. We got to talking and we realized we had a lot in common. And so... Um, and then, you know, Phoebe, this is where I'm annoyed because Phoebe's like, no, she's crazy. And it's like, and yes. And Ross does say like, Phoebe, consider the source. Like, yeah, of course, her ex-husband is going to say she's crazy. Yeah. Like, I can always appreciate when people are like, we were terrible together. Like, we just always got into it. Like when it's just a we thing, you know, like clearly yeah, didn't Some work people out. are lovely we, and we it, were crazy just, together. We were divisive. Yes. yes. But that woman is crazy. Uh, okay. Yeah, Look, take your some, word for it. Some people are like some people are full on. They're crazy. They're whatever. But it's like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's not. It's you're right, though. Actually, it probably is more about the relationship than just an individual. Um. But still, I wouldn't. I think that you take their ex's advice yeah. with a grain of salt. Um, True. But he's like, is this the part where he's like, yes, absolutely. He's like, so he's like, what do you mean she's crazy? And she's like, I, okay, she was like, she's really mean. She's overly critical. She'll paint a room a really bright color without asking you. And <laughs> and she uses sex as a weapon. And he's like. <laughs> Okay, I will look out for room painting and sex weapons at breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's so good. I was somewhere the other day. I think I was watching something where I was like, ah, this is what they mean by using sex as a weapon. (laughs) Be on the lookout for for room painting and sex weapons (laughs) at breakfast. Yeah. Oh, it's so, so funny. And so then Phoebe's like really trying to hammer the point home. And she's like, no, Ross, she's crazy. And Whitney's like, your door's not soundproof. I can hear you. Um, So anyway. Oh, yeah. And then Ross is like, Whitney, will you give us a moment? I need to talk to this woman who did not spend the night. Um, So (laughs) he he takes Whitney out. Um, Phoebe and Ross. So this is exactly like what you were saying. So they're at the coffee shop, just the two of them. And it's like another, ep- mm-hmm. like, it's just a good example of like the two of them together, kind of like fire and ice sometimes. And she's sitting there like loudly yeah. clanking her teaspoon. And he like looks at her and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Is that annoying? Speaking of selfish in bed, how's Whitney? And like, <laughs> I think this is like one of those Aww. things where Phoebe's probably, if I had to like ascribe a reason, Phoebe's probably so annoyed because it's when you're like, 
I have really good advice and you're not taking it. They just, it's so funny how they get themselves so involved in oh my gosh, this yes. drama. Where, you know, they're basically like, well, excuse her for knowing what she wants. We want the last six years back. Like, you know, and they're just like basically rehashing. So it's like they know all the intricate details of every fight this couple has had. And they're mm-hmm. having a pseudo marital drama, um, which is funny. And so, so do okay. we. So do we. <laughs> so then at the end, Kyle and Whitney come in together and they're like, what? What are you guys doing? Like, why do you need to talk to us together? Before we get to that, does Kyle look really familiar to you? I think he's Joey Lawrence, isn't he? What? Is no, he not? he's not Joey. That's so funny. He's not Joey Lawrence. I thought Does he was he the actor like that paid, played Eldod in the one where Rachel needed oh. a date to the benefit. But I don't think it's him. Do you know who it actually is? Do you want to guess? It's not Joey Lawrence. Oh, gosh. It's not Joey Lawrence. I'll give you a hint. Okay. Okay. I've alluded to this earlier in the episode. Oh, oh he's Christopher from Gilmore Girls. Is that Rory's dad? Yes. Yes. Yes, he is Rory's dad, okay. Christopher. Which yes. who I've always thought looks like Joey Lawrence. Not Joey Lawrence, the other one, the older one. You know what I'm talking about. Joey. Yeah, it's Joey. It's Joey. Is it? Is Joey the middle one? Because there's the three Lawrence remember. brothers. One, two, and three. I don't know. Joey Joey Lawrence had his own. There's Andrew Lawrence, and I'm sorry, I can't remember the third. No, Andrew was the middle one. There was a younger one, and then Joey, I think, was the oldest, and he had his own TV show for a little while. Um, oh, my gosh. The 90s were such yeah, a great time. What a great time to be alive. Joey, Joey Lawrence, Lawrence, brotherly who love dated with brother Melissa John Matthew. Oh, Matthew. Matthew. Was Matthew the middle one? And Andrew. Yes, Matthew was the I think one. Matthew I think Lawrence. I had a crush on um, Andrew Lawrence. I can't remember. Let's see. Is it the goofy looking one? He Probably. Even have a That's picture kind of my on style. Wikipedia. That's sad. Andrew Lawrence doesn't? No. Aw. He was on Brotherly Love, guys. That means something. Was that was Brotherly Love all three of them? Yes. Okay. And then that's right. Matthew Lawrence oh. was also on Boy Meets World, I'm pretty sure. I had a crush on Matthew Lawrence. Andrew yes. Lawrence, no, he is very unique looking. Um, Andrew Lawrence is different looking. He kind of looks like Brendan Fraser. Yeah, you're totally right. Do you want to hear something fun? Yes, always. Um, my friend works at a company that I cannot disclose, but they have like this big office with a lot of recording equipment and like it's not google it's not what anybody (laughs) would have ever heard of but it's just it doesn't matter okay okay but they have like a lot of film equipment they have a lot of podcast equipment they have a lot like a lot of like technology recording type different things like they have radio equipment all this stuff and melissa joan hart came in recently to record a podcast in the (gasps) studio cool and i was like if she needs to have a podcast about late 90s, early 2000s <gasps> nostalgia and she needs me to be on it, you just let me know because I'm with ready. People, with people she doesn't know but we're certain would have great yes. chemistry. Um, I was going to ask you, how do you feel about yes. Melissa Joan Hart? Or if she wants like she to was be a real... on this podcast. Oh my God, I would love it so much. Melissa. Um, Melissa. Uh, I feel like 
Was she a bit of a polarizing figure? No, she was kind of like America's teen sweetheart back during like the Friday night, like TGIF craze. Yeah, no, I don't think she's, if she's polarizing, I don't know anything about it. I don't, I, I I don't think she is. I think everyone loves her. She's Sabrina the Teenage Witch for crying out loud. I'm just going to say everybody loves her. Um, I just know that she was mostly like a teen slash early 20s person and then has done probably less since. Yeah. But I don't, you know, I don't know. She's not done nothing though. So, so I'm sure she did stuff before, but the first thing I remember her from was Clarissa Explains It All. Oh, yeah. So she was Clarissa and fabulous, by the way, brilliant. And then she was Sabrina. Mm -hmm. And then she was in can't hardly wait which we've mm-hmm. told you guys to watch like every episode so obviously mm-hmm. you guys know that she was in the britney spears crazy music video because she was in drop dead or in drive me crazy which the britney spears song oh, was featured in i forgot about i don't think i've ever seen that movie really should i go watch it that's one of my like top watched. I'm shocked I haven't made you watch that movie like when we were I think teenagers. that there are a few. So I've also like I've never seen Never Been Kissed. There's like a few movies that were like, how yeah, did you I don't know. Get out of this. I don't know. It's probably sleeping, Renee. Let's be honest. Oh, man. It's I mean. Should I go watch Never Been Kissed and Drive Me Crazy? They're both really good. Never Been okay. Kissed is like sweeter. Like it's like cuter, you know? Yeah. Um. Drive Me Crazy is kind of your typical, like, unlikely pair, both something in it for both of them, but okay. um, that it's good. That classic story. Um, and then she was in some stuff when she was a little bit older, but she was also most recently, I believe most recently, in some Hallmark Christmas movies. Right. So I think that's what she's up to, which is, which makes sense because like so is DJ Tanner, Cameron Candice, yeah. Bure, or whatever. She's like, yeah, they're kind of like they play like the moms or like the the like thirty something love interest, you know, yeah. in those movies. A um, hardworking Manhattan lawyer who gets stuck in the small moves town. to a small town, yeah, yeah. and then like Turns the one attractive baker. man in that house, yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll wrap it up. So yes, so it's not Joey Lawrence. It is Christopher Rory's dad um, (sighs) is Kyle. Kyle and Whitney come in and they're like, look, Whitney's like, I went over to pick some stuff up. We got to talking. We got to reminiscing. We realized that like the reason we're so mad is because we still love each other and we want to try to make it work. And Ross and Phoebe are like, yeah, good luck with that. And then they forgive each other. And he's like, you know, you were right. She did use sex as a weapon. I've hurt my back a little. (laughs) Oh, so funny. But anyway. Oh, Ross. So, yeah, I guess there's one other interesting thing, but this is another. Have you ever seen Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion? Yes. Okay. I also have not. Okay. That's less Maybe. surprising. We were a little young when it came out. I've seen it like in my 20s, I think. Yes. Okay. It's funny. Um, a- That's a good like rom-com one too. Apparently Whitney was in that movie and it says starred oh. together. And so is she whichever no, one? she's not Lisa Romy. Kudrow's not? Okay. No. Or she's not is Michelle. Is Murphy? No. I forget her name. Um... She, she's in other stuff, but I think that's what oh, she's. Oh, Mira Sorvino. Mira Sorvino. There you go. That's yeah, her. she was in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. 
couldn't tell you like what but, but a i'm wondering if whitney was like one of the mean girls from their high school or something like that maybe 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 i don't um, that's one i've only seen like once oh okay or maybe yeah. twice well, at some point but i don't remember really. enough about it um yeah so that is that's it is there anything we missed anything you want to no any sex so. weapons you want to warn us about uh i'm not gonna i'm gonna keep my sex weapons to myself how about that's that probably a good idea okay yeah. well i hope you do because next episode <laughs> is episode six the one with the nap partners so oh gosh we're gonna ra- wrap it up for this one Thanks, everybody, for joining us, and we will see you next week. See you then. Bye. Bye.